Do you want to? I thought you you had quite a nice. Do you want to introduce it again? Welcome to the. All right. Yeah, whenever you're ready. Okay. I mean, it's just, yeah. Welcome back to All You Need Is Love, episode two, with your friends Matt and Macca. There we go. I just think it's just easier if we just get you moving forward to do that. Sure. That doesn't need editing. Uh, I might put some effects on it. Maybe like some laser beam sounds in the background. Like pew, 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 pew. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, all for You're that. all for that? Whatever makes it listen more, more listenable. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if someone just listens to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had some feedback for the first episode, which is amazing because we didn't give out email address or contact or so this particular gentleman enjoyed it uh he really liked the bit where i asked you if you'd ever try the cheesy what's it the savory snack right uh english savory snack and he thought moving forward it would be an excellent idea that's just a bird an excellent idea if uh maybe that could become a segment where i just ask you if you've tried Where I ask you if you've tried a particular savoury snack from uh, Great Britain. Because you did live there for a bit. I did. I dabbled there for a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can just answer yes or no. And eventually we might find... Like, people might have a checklist or something. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Hula hoops. Any flavour? I feel like I've heard of them. Mm. But I have not tasted them. That's a no. That's a, that's a no. They, they still exist? Are they still... Oh, yeah. Still okay. very much going. Maybe we can get some imported in to Melbourne and, and then can we can try actually trial them on the show. Wow. That's, that's something for everyone idea. to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. If Hula Hoop's listening, it's, I think it's a division of the KP uh, Crisp industry. Yeah. If they're listening... Uh, we'll scratch time. your back, you scratch ours. You I'm know not, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, this chap got in touch with us somehow, so you just... You find a way. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Um, all right, well, I think that was that was a strong start. Yeah, you've got this kind of, you know, every major news story or horrendous, you know, event that happens around the world. It's pretty much got that fifteen minutes of window time, and mm. then something else will replace it, and we pretty much forget about it. So, mm. you know, like they're saying that the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, and you know, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but they're saying that that has come along at a pretty appropriate time, uh, you know, after the uh, Las Vegas shootings. Because no one's talking about that anymore. That's just no, disappeared that's right. of the papers straight away after being... Because yeah. that was the last we heard was they don't know why he did it. And now it's just like, well, well continue not to know why he did it and you guys can just talk about this. Uh... Did you see, uh, like, the day after it happened, uh, I was at work and we were all looking at YouTube video footage. People had shot on their phone. Oh, so working hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a quiet time. On the, uh, and he, this, is, this is the thing, when these things happen... You have like to do that is is really beneficial because these things get taken off very quickly. Yeah, and there was footage of like a taxi driver who was driving at the base of the building, and mm. he filmed another shooter. There's another shooter, you know, like a, on the other side of the building on the like one of the fourth or the fifth level. You right. can actually see muzzle flash and hear machine gun fire right. or rapid gunfire, 
Uh, so he filmed that on his phone, and that's pretty major. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very, there uh, was a little bit in the papers that trickled out about, you know, there's a theory that there's a second shooter, and then that just, and then, hey, Harvey Weinstein's a prick, you know, like, yeah. interesting. <laughs> Sounds like a, um, you're ordering some kind of uh, Starbucks beverage, doesn't it? Ariana Grande. Yeah, it does. Mm, it's kind of tasty. Mm. Ariana Grenade turned out to be, didn't it? There wasn't a grenade. I think it was just... Not one of your best. Mm. Yeah, disrespectful. Um, all right, well, I think... Is that is that like all the news you want to cover? Is there any... Well, that's it was way too serious, wasn't it? Yeah. But I would have to say... He's one of the funniest men, I think, in, on the planet. Oh, how, how boring would the music industry be, be without Liam Gallagher in it? Like, I could quite easily listen to him talk about anything uh, every day. Like yeah. just, just, I, would, I would be in tears. I, um, did you see him on Graham Norton last I week? Did. He looked so uncomfortable, didn't he? He but looked he still so hilarious. uncomfortable. And but they look uncomfortable as well with him. Like, it's like he's about to blow any moment. You know? Well, yeah, like, I was uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. oh, what is he going to do? What's he going to say? And he, he just seemed like such an angry sourpuss. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that he actually gets an album finished, let alone, you know. And just... That was the great thing he said, like, because normally Noel and one of the other guys would do it for Oasis. He wouldn't have to bother with that stuff. Yeah. Even though he's the front man. Which yeah. is bizarre. And he does it so he's the front he's a brilliant front man. Yeah. Well he's got such a great voice. Yeah. But um I'm I'm interested to hear his new album. I've heard a little bit of it and it sounds you know, like yeah. it's it's never gonna get to the levels of no. greatness, but it's uh it's it's very listenable and you know, it's it's a bit more melodic than some of his kind of blander, more recent stuff. Yeah. That was, that was funny, the uh <laughs> he did the um I think it was Enemy, they went through all the albums he's been involved with, so Oasis through to BDI, which they, BDI were just horrendous. Yeah. And he's given them, like, out, marks out of 10. And uh, I think definitely maybe in <coughs> What's a Story, Morning Glory, 10 out of 10 he gives them. And then I think he gives uh, Be Here Now, 9 out of 10. He says the only problem with that is Noel he went to his head a bit and just added far too much solo guitar to everything. Yeah. But he said other than that, there's banging tunes on it. And then the next lot are just like oh, two out of ten, five out of ten. And then, but like the album that has one of his songs on it, they'll be like, oh, it's not great, but my track's on there, that's great. So <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> and then it gets to his new album that's come out, and he's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's 11 out of ten. <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting anything else, no. <laughs> were they? Vex, you won Colours. Um, uh, just a couple of listens in uh, and I think he's going through some kind of midlife crisis it's, it's pretty bland it's, uh, mm, okay. for, you know with Beck you're always expecting something interesting something uh, out there yeah like he's always kind of shifting genres or, mm. or moods and this one is probably the first well actually the, the previous one Morning Phase I don't know if you heard that one it was kind of like a, a uh, sequel to Sea Change Yep. Um, yeah, I remember that. Uh, sea Change was great. I thought that was an incredible album Brilliant. for him. Uh, and Morning Phase was a little bit, uh, it was a little weaker, a weaker kind of version of that. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, yeah, a bit, bit bland. And this one is kind of him going pop again. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It just seems like he's really self-conscious. It seems like he's really trying a bit too hard to make a pop, poppy fun album. 
Okay. And it doesn't seem to have much soul to it, I don't think, as in, you know, soul, soul, not the genre of music soul. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing to see a hero uh, of mine like Bex kind of bland out a little bit. And the worst thing you could say about it, and I'm sorry, Beck, but you sound a little bit like Father John Misty, which is... Uh, Father John Misty. Yeah, which mm. I think obviously he was influenced by Beck, uh, and he's become quite a big deal. And I I don't really get that. I just I find his music really bland as well, and, and uh, he would certainly go very well on an Aria, Ariana Grande, Grande concert. He would right. fit right in with uh, the rest of the acts. So, yeah, sadly, Beck's uh, kind of a little bit bland in this one. I've never heard of Father John Misty. Right. Well, it's not a big loss for you. Hmm. But he's, uh, he used to be the drummer of Fleet Foxes. Oh, okay then. Yeah, so mm. he left them and did his own solo stuff. And that's the band, his name's Father John Misty or what? Yeah. Well, I, I, his stage name, I guess. Okay. I don't know what his real name is. Yeah, but why not name it after a pedophile? That's a great... Is that a... A father, well, it's a priest, isn't it? Like father, oh, right. so-and-so. <laughs> right. That would be strange marketing if it was actually, yeah, yeah. pedophiles like, are in. Like ba- Badly Drawn Boy, that's a cool name. Yeah, yeah. But Father Father John Maloney is yeah. going <laughs> to strike fear into the hearts of some, I think. Uh, With his new song, Wandering Hands. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah um, I don't know. I don't know what, what the, uh, the reason is behind that. I probably won't look it up either because I just don't find him very interesting musically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very popular. It's come out to a few, uh, few festivals here in Australia and has a big following. So who am I? Who am I to criticise? We're not part of the following. We are old fuckers, not let's part, be honest. Not part of his flock. No. I think that's what the, the priests call it when they have a... Have a not kids like just the you know the, a flock of priests um they're parishioners right mm. right and i wonder if that's does he wear like a collar on the oh, it'd be better if he did it'd mm. give some kind of point of difference um but again i haven't I haven't researched too too much about him just like a big crucifix in the background that would be amazing yeah yeah or maybe just like a devil outfit like the horns it'd be like people would be thinking it's a religious concert and be rudely awakened. Or he performs exorcism on stage. Yeah. Well, that would be very interesting. Uh, we should go and see him. Well, I think <laughs> not, we'd be disappointed. Not to, no, to suggest this to him. Yeah. Like, approach him. Father John Misty, here's some ideas. I assume he'd have some kind of suggestion box at the front of the stage for people. Yeah. Just like, help my career get more interesting. <laughs> I do like organs, though. I know. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> You're always playing with your own. I mean. <laughs> it's got a good sound. An organ does have a good sound. It does. Uh, big, it does. Big church uh, organ. It's very powerful. You love a big organ, don't you? Well, big. especially a powerful one. When you and if you stand close to it, it that, that just blasts in your face. Yeah, and like Oof. everything vibrates around, like you know, like the vases on the mantelpiece. They just kind of yeah, they're teetering on the edge, like an earthquake, because of that big ass organ, like an eruption, like an eruption, like just an like eruption. a volcanic eruption. Yeah, just it just it ends up everywhere. Yeah, yeah, dripping off of the. Everything. Well, I don't know how it drips, but we are talking about organs, yeah, the musical organs, instrument, aren't we? Big organs, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Okay, so the wolf dream, which you had, that we spoke about last week. Uh, you didn't have it last week, yeah, when you were younger. Apparently, that's just like a sign of, of change, sudden change. Well, during the week, I did some research, and I sent that to you. Uh, I have a dream book at home. Yeah. Um, and it's a slightly antiquated dream book, which um, 
refers to several terms of the N-word used to refer to the uh, African community. That's how old it is. And you look, you flip to the back of the, the book and there's a picture of the guy who wrote it and he looks like a KKK member. He just Oh, wow. Yeah. But um, so his dream book is what I refer to. Mm. And uh, yeah, for wolves, um, he basically said that you're going to be robbed by thieves was the general consensus. And this is and when you were 13, were you robbed by anyone? No, but um, I did have a vase thrown through the back of my car window yes, uh, I remember. a few years ago. That's all I could equate. Is yeah, that's big. That's a long shot. What you reckon? Yeah. A bit of a delayed, a delayed response to that dream. Mm. Yeah, that's very well, Maybe delayed. it's just I saw a scary movie and it manifested into a wolf on top of the car. Mm. I had a dream this week mm-hmm. uh, it was I was on the phone I don't know why but I was on the phone to the mother-in-law and she was really cross not with just with me but with my wife our family and they were in she was in the car with her husband on bluetooth and I was just like hey yeah look I answered the, like answered the phone and said hey I'm, I'm not sure what's going on I'm not sure what you're angry about is everything alright and all I heard was the, fa- the stepfather-in-law just saying, you fucking wanker. And they hung up. Oh. That was it. So I'm not sure. I mean, that, to be honest, that feels like something they would say in real life anyway. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> might have, <laughs> That's just a Sunday afternoon. I'm not, sure, yeah, I'm not sure if that was a dream or more just like an actual fly-in-the-wall experience where I've, I've, I've turned into some sort of insect and I'm in the car with them and they're talking about me. Mm. Or, It'd be an amazing it, dream. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, that was my dream. Yeah, right. So, uh, and there is there is nothing wrong. There's nothing going on or anything. Haven't so. done anything recently no. that you're worried might catch up with you with the uh, in-laws. No, not at all. No, yeah. nothing so. to do with playing with your big organ or anything like that. No, 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 unless they walked in on that. Yeah, very loud. Very loud. What did he call you? An asshole or a wanker? Because if it was he a did wanker. say it was wanker. Well, there you go. So it's actually uh, it's spot on. Think about that. Very tell. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking about it deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dreams. I think this is this become an interesting segment. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can touch on one of your dreams next week. Oof. Ow! <laughs> I'm going to read a a book. A, a this is a find your fate adventure. So it's choose your own adventure book. Is that like the English version of choose your own adventure, or is that's American? I think. Oh, find it? your fate. Adventure number three. Yeah. Find your fate. Uh, this one's uh, Indiana Jones and the Giants of the Silver Tower uh, by R.L. Stein, who's the Goosebumps guy. So, uh, With a very phallic silver tower. tower. The, the front cover does have what appears to be a silver cock. Right in uh, Indiana Jones' face. Now, you've been... This is set in the Himalayas. Yes. You've, you've been here, haven't you? I, I have been in the Himalayas. Was there Didn't a, see any silver towers. No, no, no. huge silver... Cocks? No, there are a couple of frozen ones, but um, <laughs> Bet. yeah, but uh, does get awfully cold up there. Yeah, and well, down there. I thought we could relate some of this to your experience while while we're going through this book. Um, I'm going to paraphrase what happened because it's quite a lengthy introduction here. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're staying with Uncle Indy uh, that because your parents have gone away, and Uncle Uncle Indy, sorry, he's not your uncle; he's your cousin, apparently. Cousin, yeah. cousin Indy. That's quite a cool cousin to have, isn't it? It'd be awesome. 
I mean, no disrespect to any of my cousins. If your cousin was in Indiana Jones and oh. he was going on some adventure across the other side of the world, you'd go, fuck my job. I'm going to go and yeah. hang out with my cousin because he's infinitely more interesting than anything else in, in my current life. Yeah. Unless he says, hey, kid, we're going to look for some crystal skulls. He'll be like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. Sorry, cousin Indy. So this is a, it's set in Nepal, 1933. Uh, like I said, you're staying with uh, Uncle Indy. Right. Um, so I'm no, going to get to do a short round impersonation. Well, if you want, if, I mean, um, okay, Dr. Jones. That's, yeah, yeah, well, like that's that. the angle I was thinking. I mean, they're cousins. I don't know how that's possible, but well, maybe. Um, now, let me just make sure I've got that right. Yeah. So what happens is you're at Indy's house uh, back in the US, US of A. Um, and this girl called Lila's come to your door. And she needs help from Indy because her father, who's also a archaeologist, friend of Indy's, they always are. They're always buddies. Uh, he's gone missing in the mountain in the Himalayas, and she needs. No one believes her. She needs help uh, because, according to her dad, they've found this race of giants within the Himalayas. So basically, like they're uh, the abominable snowmen, I guess. Yeah, right. And Indy's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's just an old tale. You know, he always says it's just an old tale, even though after all this shit he's saying. Yeah, that's right. I don't believe it. Yeah, it's just a wife's tale. But she has a coin that she brings back to show him. Uh, and he's like, oh, shit, this is, this is legit. Let's go. So I've basically cut out about 10 pages there because that, all, all, all that backstory isn't actually, there's nothing where you get to choose. Yeah. So it's like any movie, any indie movie, there's a setup, isn't there? And it's... Yeah. Generally, you know, fairly quick. And I think that was quite a good wrap-up of it. I was engaged. You? Okay. Well, that's good, because now we're getting getting into the... This is it. This is this will be the start of the adventure for you. Okay. And I don't know. Shall we play it by you? Shall we see how much we want to do? Or do we just want to do... You just get one choice for this week, and we'll see what I happens. I think we'll start with one choice. All right. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I mean, we can... You can feel free to have a chat at any point. Okay. Um... Have you decided how you will travel, Sahib? Mohaji, the leader of the Sherpas, asks Indy. Should I do that in a voice? I think so. Like, like Salah? Have, have you decided how you will travel, Sahib? We'll just call him Salah from now on. Okay. Salah, the leader of the Sherpas, asks Indy. Because all people of ethnic uh, diversion or uh, diversion? Yeah. Uh, aspersion. Diversion, yeah, yeah. Uh, are called Salah. Yeah, well... <laughs> In this podcast, they are. In, in the Jones world. <laughs> um, well, George Lucas was a massive racist, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess so. They kind of, like all of these characters are very simplified versions of various nationalities. Very black and white. So, mm. here we are. Okay, let's keep, let's keep going with it. Um, we must decide now, Indy said. I can't do a Harrison Ford. Can you do a... We must decide now, kid. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's... I, uh, I, all I can do is Harrison Ford and Frantic, which is out of context, was like, have you seen my wife? <laughs> that's, that's the only bit I can do. Yeah, the white lady? <laughs> different, yeah, different uh, film. Well, this is a book. Belloc. His name's Belloc. That would be a, what about like a, a Choose Your Own Adventure Frantic book? would be great. Yeah. Or Witness. Choose your own witness. Yeah. Because 
when Kelly McGillis takes her top off, like, turn to page five, just stand there watching her, or turn to page 69. Or turn to page 23 and uh, restock the hay barn. (laughs) (laughs) I turn to page 23. Well, you've got to have alternatives, because some of us wouldn't want to turn to 69. Yeah. Can get messy with the Amish. Oof. Pitchforks everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's a hair barn in itself, I reckon. Um, get one on the ass. Page. Turn to page 12. Stay silently behind the toilet cubicle and not be caught. Yeah. Turn to page 27. You've accidentally fired. And the bad guys have heard you. And you're dead. Yeah. See what I mean? What about... How much more interesting does that film become all of a sudden? Turn to page 87 and tell Danny Glover that he was really good in Lethal Weapon 2. And one? And one. Yeah. And Wes Anderson's films? <laughs> Film, sorry. Films? You mean a couple? I think it's just one. Just one. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah. Royal Tenor Bumps. Yeah. He was good in that. He was good in that. Yeah. Good, good comedic... Performances. He was cute. I remember thinking he was very cute in that. His little grey hair. It rigs. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Skulls. Turn to page two. Continue with this adventure. Or other option, just fucking throw it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? I wish I could have definitely erased that from my memory. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, we must decide. We've only got. I mean, got past like the second sentence. Yes. So, yeah. Um, we must decide now. Indy says. Behind you, the porters are chanting a hymn for good luck as they wait to begin the journey. The music is strange, eerie. It reminds you that you are a long way from home. We have to cross the mountains, Indy says, to get to the Tibetan... Tibetan? Tibetan? Salah, what are you doing here? This is Indy talking. We have to get... We have to cross the mountains, Indy says, to get to the Tibetan side. That's where Lila and George Rogers began their trip. So George Rogers is obviously Lila's missing father. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is actually you. Uh, you say, "Are we going to take that little plane?" Are we going to take that little plane? <laughs> it's like, um, what's his Tattoo. name from? Yeah, from uh, Fantasy Island. <laughs> That's the plane. <laughs> Are we going to take that little plane? You ask, pointing to the tiny twin-engined prop plane at the edge of the grass. Prop plane. Oh, that's actually a type of plane. Yeah. Not a prop. I do not recommend it, Sahib. His name's Indy. I don't know how I keep... Anyway. Does that mean, like, gentleman? Because you've been to Nepal. Sahib? Were you called Sahib? Isn't Sahib someone's name? Sahib? I do not recommend it, Sahib, says Mahaji. Yeah, that's the, so that's Salah. Mahaji oh, Salah. Oh, okay, so he's saying Sahib. I don't know. Should we Google that? I I've got a feeling, because he keeps saying it, I've got a feeling it's like, uh, you know, it's Mr. Sir, something like that. Like Madame, except the masculine. Asshole. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, his dark eyes staring intensely into Indies. The monsoon has passed us down here, but there's still storms up in the mountains. Better allow me to lead you on foot. So I think there's a, this is where the, your choice is going to come in in a minute. Uh-huh. 
Um, but we've got to take the plane. It's so much faster, Lila cries. I'm sure Lila's pretty hot. She is. I'd she's young. To her. I think she's like young enough for being interest for for you, like the thirteen year old you. Right. Well, let's and, hope that the book continues in that path. Yeah, and we're too young for to be an interest for indie. Yeah. Is Kelly McGillis going to pop up many time soon? Maybe Father John Misty would have a go. I'm not sure. He's not in this. But, um, Kelly McGillis, I hope so. Turn to page 69. No, let's, <laughs> let's keep going. Um, Lila cries, Daddy's been up there for weeks already, so he has been missing for a while. I forgot to mention that. So there is a bit of like Urgency. haste yeah, involved. This is your first big... No, I'm not sure. This is your first big decision. I'm not sure why this decision is resting on the shoulders. On the kids' yeah. shoulders, yeah. When we've got Indy, who's taken on the Nazis twice. More than capable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's looking after you. Yeah. He's your guardian. He really should be guard, maybe, guarding, guiding. Maybe Indy had a bong or something beforehand. It's like <laughs> out of his mind. We had some mushrooms. That's probably more Himalayan, isn't it? It's like, hey, kid. I'm going to be a little bit out of it for a while. Why don't you take over the reins? Hey, kid, me and Lila are just going to be in this tent <laughs> discussing a few ideas. Can you, uh, can you sort out everything else? Um, so should you try to fly to the Tibetan side of the mountains? Or follow Salah and his men on foot? Well, that's a good question, because like, Salah, they're selling Salah like he might not be someone to trust. Okay. Uh, with his dark, intense eyes. And he keeps calling Sahib Mike. We haven't checked that, but that might mean like arsewipe. Yeah, like we haven't. That's right. Yeah. We need to do some research there. Mm, but really then at do. the same time, planes and Indian Jones don't bode very well. But uh, they're also. He always comes out good. He can fly them. Yeah. To some extent. So I reckon we go the plane. You want to go the plane? Fuck All right. Choose, now, do you want to leave it there and we'll return to this next week, or do you want to. So we see how long the next page is, at least. I reckon it's a it's a good fork in the road moment. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, leave, leave the uh, the listeners on the edge of their seat. What do the listeners think? Maybe they can send in their. Yeah, well, we're not giving you an email to send it to, but <laughs> you know what? You try your hardest to get in contact with us. Yeah. Uh, like that gentleman did earlier regarding the savoury snacks, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what they have to say. Yeah, look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah. The internet's fucked, isn't it? It's just full of fucking losers. It really is. But, uh, you know, please listen. Uh, if you're listening <laughs> online right now, Speaking uh, of you know, yeah, tune in <laughs> next time. <laughs> we'll be here, ready for you to listen to us. Yeah. So, can't wait. Um, so, should we sign off? All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm Mecca and... I'm Matt. And all you need is love. Uh, are we doing that together or...? Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm Macca. And I'm Matt. And together... All you need... Oh, doesn't make any sense. No. And... Well, I'm... Remember. I should ah, say, remember. Good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm Macca. And I'm still Matt. And together... All remember. Oh, remember, And Jesus. remember, yeah. <laughs> and one of Indy's mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Macca. And I'm Matt. And remember... All, All you, you need, need is love. love.
whisper to me, yes, come tonight. 